It's called the power of delegation. But why delegate? What's the value? Well, join us and find out next. Without God delegating to the Son the role He would play on the cross and in this life, you and I would have no spiritual life. And so, too, we are to be delegating, using our gifts, each and every one of us, to make up the whole of the body. As Paul said in Corinthians, what if there was just one ear and everybody was an ear? Well, we wouldn't look very beautiful, would we? There is value in the power of delegation, as we're seeing out of Joshua chapter 1. This is Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community in Livermore, California. Join us as we take a look at the power of delegation here next. When we're thinking about being led and leading, this is one of the first things that has to come across our mind as as we have received, uh, as we have become representatives of God and individuals who have received responsibility and authority, we have to think about this very thing. Is God with me? Is God working with me? Do I sense the presence of God? Do I know that God is on my side? Do I know that God is leading me in this? Do I know that God is directing me? And then the person who is following, who's, who's working with these individuals, hear me now, is, is God with this person? A lot of times this is the last thing that we think about. When we're making decisions to partner with people in ministry, to get married, to, 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 to do business with people, and all these things, the last thing that we tend to think about is, is, is God with this person? Are you with him? Are you with her? Are you really? But these individuals, they said there has been a standard that is set. If you have been, as long as as God is with you the way that he has been with Moses, then that's fine. We'll follow you. Joshua understood this and the people of God were willing to analyze this man's life and determine if this, if God is with you, then I'm willing to follow. And we have to get this back in the church again because we are called to be the body of Christ. We are called to be saints of the most high God. And we are called to be representatives of God in the earth realm. And why should people come to our church if, if they don't sense that God is with us? Think about it. I've received responsibility. I've received authority. But the thing that I want to know more than anything else is that God is with me. And if I'm going to follow someone, I want to know that God is with them. And this was their mindset. And true individuals who have have become representatives of God, this is something that is always, it's a characteristic of their lifestyle, of their ministries, of their endeavors, that more than anything else, you sense that God is with this person. And we have to get this back into the church and in our hearts and our minds as we're seeking to make decisions, as we're speak, seeking to go places, as we're seeking to expand ministry. God, are you in this? God, are you with us? This is what we want to know. And this is what they had. The sign that God was with them or with him was not just, now listen, please, was not just that, you know, that, that, that he spoke well or he was eloquent or that, that he looked the part or that, you know, maybe miracles happen and different things like that. That's not always the sign that God is with a person. 
The Bible says in the end of the age that the Antichrist is coming with all signs and lies and wonders, that he's going to do miracles, he's going to be a miraculous person, he's going to look the part. But the sign that God is truly with this person is, is the sign of God's manifested presence. This is a true sign of someone who has received, who has, who has become a delegate of God, who has received delegated authority and responsibility is, is the presence that they carry. And this is something that we want to get back in the church. And we have to, we need the presence of God back in our businesses again. We need the presence of God back in our marriages again. We need the presence of God back in our, our endeavors again. We need the presence of God in our homes again. Because this is a sign that truly I have been sent by God and I, am, and I receive responsibility and authority and God is leading me into my destiny. It's not just that God blesses me, it's that God's presence is with me. See, we're looking for the blessing of God as a sign that God is with us. But when you go in your prayer closet, do you feel Him? This is the sign that we should be looking for. This is a sign that we should be after. As we're thinking about God giving us more responsibility, God giving us more authority, us leading people, and us being led by people. God, I understand that you've given me authority, you've given me responsibility, but God, I want your presence as a confirmation. And this is what these individuals, they were looking for. And I believe that this is what Joshua was looking for in his life. And God brought it forth. The next thing that we see here that is so important is found in verse 18. Whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words and all that you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and of good courage. As, as an individual who's received responsibility, has received authority, and has the presence of God working in their life as a confirmation that God is truly with me, truly with us. One of the things that we also have to do is allow God in the midst of Him processing us, we have to allow God to make us people of strength and people of courage. And this is the next thing that we should be looking for, and this is what they were asking for. They said, we want God's presence to be with you, We'll follow you. We want God, we want you to be strong and very courageous. We'll follow you. And this is one of the big problems that we have in Christianity is we have, tr we have taught such a Christianity that is weak, that is powerless, that, that, is, that is a struggle, that is always a struggle. We've taught a Christianity that has taken the life out of, of the whole process, the whole experience but Jesus Christ, he taught us to be people of strength. He taught us to be people of courage. He warned us at the end of the age that, that, that there was going to be persecution and things that would happen. And we have to learn to teach people that if you're going to truly represent God, one of the things that you're going to have to do is be strong and be of good courage because there is a battle that lies ahead. Amen? There's a battle that lies ahead. And if I'm going to lead people, the first thing that people should sense, one of the first things that people should sense in my life is that, 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 that I am a person of strength and I am a person of courage. And this is what Joshua, he had in his life. And this is what they were looking for from him. Are you a person of courage? Are you a person of strength? 
When the deal goes down, how do you respond to hardship? How do you respond to trial? How do we respond to things that may not look the way or turn out the way that they should turn out? How do we respond? If I'm going to truly represent God, possess responsibility and authority, I have to be a person that realizes that God, as I'm going forth, there's going to be hard times, but in the midst of this, I'm going to be strong and I'm going to be very courageous in how I handle your business. This is what God is looking for as, as, as we have become representatives of the very kingdom of God and most importantly of God. Am I a person of strength? Is this church a church of strength? Is it a church of courage? Because true people that hear the voice of God and want to do the will of God, this is what they will look for. Is, is my pastor a pastor of strength? Is my pastor a pastor of courage? Is my ministry leader is this person that's leading this ministry, are they a person of strength? Are they a person of character? Are they a person of courage? Is my husband a man of strength? Is my husband a man of courage? Is he always crying on my shoulder? Or is he leading the charge? God has given him responsibility. God has given him authority in this house. How does he respond? Does he have the presence of God in his life? Is, does, does he have the presence of God? Does, or, and is he a person of strength? Is he buckling under the pressure and, and running back to the, to, the, to the bar? Is he buckling under the pressure and asking me to take on more responsibility than I should be taking on? Is, is he a person of character? He's received authority. He's received responsibility to lead this house. But is he, does he have the presence of God? Does he have, is he strong and is he very courageous? This is the type of thing that these people were looking for. And I believe this is the thing that people are looking for from us as we become representatives. Is my wife a woman of strength? When I read Proverbs 31, this woman wasn't a weak person. She was a woman of strength. Is my wife a woman of strength? If one little thing happens, does she fall out and just want to leave me? Is my wife a woman of strength? Because she's received responsibility. She's received authority from God. How does she respond under the pressure? Is my wife a woman of strength? This is the things that we have to ask ourselves. Because if we do not become strong and of good courage, if we do not have the presence of God moving in our life, we'll stay, listen to me now, we'll stay in that place of limbo until God can prepare us to enter into our promise. See, entering into your promise, entering into the blessing of God, entering into the next phase in your development isn't, doesn't mean that the next phase is going to be easier. It could mean that the next phase is going to be harder. Amen? Come on. <laughs> I want to hit this real hard because a lot of times we don't realize that God took them through the wilderness. And there were no giants in the wilderness. There was no Amalekites in the wilderness. There were no Canaanites. There were no Perizzites. There were no Jebusites. They weren't in the wilderness. They were in the promise. And so God processed them to be to have his presence. He processed them to be strong and of good courage. So as they're entering into the next phase of their development, they're able to fight different battles. 
and they're able to, 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 to come up against different opposition and be successful because they've been trained in the wilderness, they've been processed in the wilderness, and the process wasn't something that was external, the process was something that was internal. And this is what God is trying to do inside of us as he's called us to be representatives. I want to go to the next level, but I understand that with new levels come new devils. Amen? So you may get the new business, but there's more pressure with the new business. You may get the new promotion on the job, but with the new promotion comes more responsibility. There's more authority, so I have to be changed within so that as I go to the next level, I'm strong, I'm very courageous, I have the presence of God in my life, and I'm able to bear up under what God is trying to put me under. See, we're looking for it to get easier, but I'm going to tell you the higher you go, the harder it gets. And so for us, what we want to learn to do is like Joshua, he went through the process. He received more responsibility. He received more authority, but he also had allowed God to produce and to release the presence of God over his life. And not only the presence of God, he became a person that was very strong and he was very courageous. We're asking God, take me to the nations, take me to the nether level. Go God, I want to go to a new place in God. I want to enter into my promise. I want my destiny, my destiny, my destiny. Now understanding that where God is is taking you could be very rough God I want more I want more I want more I want more not realizing that God the higher I go the more pressure I will experience but the pressure will not cause me to buckle because every step of the way I've allowed you to do something on the inside of me to prepare me for this next stage of my development when you're a child you're not thinking about paying bills you're not thinking about where you're going to work at you're not thinking about the clothes that you need to buy when you're, when you're an infant. When you get into preschool and you get into that age there, kindergarten, you're, you're growing up and you're getting a little older. Now, you, you start to realize, now I have a little bit more responsibility. I gotta, I gotta learn my ABCs and I, I gotta do my homework when I come home. And my mom may ask me to, you know, take out the trash. And so I'm getting more responsibility. And I'm, and I, but, but yet still, I haven't experienced all the pressure yet. But then I get into my teens, I get into middle school, and then the classes become a little harder. And now God, my parents give me more responsibility, and I'm growing, I'm getting more responsibility. As I'm growing, I'm getting more responsibility. Then eventually I get into high school, and then transition starts to hit, and I start to really get into, my studies become harder. My responsibility is more. And now, and now the pressures start to come to me, and I'm starting to realize that, oh man, life isn't just, it isn't about playing with my Tonka truck. I go into college, and now I'm all by myself. I'm all, I'm all, I'm, mom's not washing my clothes for me anymore. Mom's not, not, mom's not paying all my bills now. now. Now I got more responsibility and I'm growing. And then eventually you leave college and you, you have to become a man. You have to become a woman. And now the pressure's on you. And when we're walking with God, this is what happens. That God, each step of the way, God processes us. He processes us internally so that he can give us more responsibility and more authority. But in the midst of that, I have to have more of his presence and I have to realize that God, I I need to be strong because life can be tough. I have to be courageous because my ministry could, 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 it can overwhelm me, God. 
my marriage, my life, my kids, my this, my that, my this. More pressure comes. My job, my it, this. It, pressure comes and God take me through this process so that as I become a representative of you and I receive responsibility and I receive authority, God, I also, I have got confirmation from your presence and Lord, not only your presence, but God, you've taught me how to be strong and very courageous because the further I go, the tougher things may get. And so as we're growing in our walk with God and as we're maturing in God, I want to teach our church, listen, please hear me. I want to teach our church that things may never change, but you can. Things may never get easier, but you're being changed within. The world may never turn out to be this wonderful place where everything is fine and dandy. But yet on the inside of us, God is giving us more and more of a change within because not only because we become representative, we become representatives of him. We've received a responsibility in the earth. He's given us authority. God, but God, I'll need more of your presence and I need to be strong and very courageous because I don't know what lies ahead of me. People sit back and they're waiting for things to shift so that it all just becomes so perfect and wonderful. We have this Huxtable mentality. Not realizing that, hey, listen, I'm going further and the demands are going to be more. Joshua, as he was sitting in this position, he had no idea. All he heard was God say, listen, I'm getting ready to bless you. I'm taking you in. He said, only be strong and of good courage. Teach the people to observe my commands. You're going in your... But he didn't tell them about the Canaanites. He didn't tell them about the Perizzites. He didn't tell them that, yes, son, you've been, you've been up in my mountain. You've been fellowshipping with me. You've been dealing with Moses. You've been enjoying a wonderful, wonderful experience as you're going through the wilderness. I've been providing all of your food. I've been providing all of your clothing. I've had my son there. I've, I've had my, my angel leading you guys through. Moses was good. You, you've had a system that has been designed to bless you. And, and you're getting ready to experience some great things, young man. But God didn't tell him. That because you've received more responsibility, I'm giving you, and I'm giving you more authority. He didn't tell him years before that you're going to need my presence like you've never known before. And the people are going to demand that you have me in my presence working with you. But not only that, you're going to need to be strong and very courageous. Because where I'm taking you, is something that you've never, is, 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 you've never experienced this before in your life. And for, for us, we have to get this in our minds. That God, I don't care what happens in my life. I know you're taking me to another level in you. I know that you're taking me further in you. God, I'm not going to suppose that things are just going to become so easy. And so because of that, God, I need your presence to be with me like I've never known. It's easy when we get the blessing of God to let our guard down and relax and think that, man, we got it made. And this is what David did. He sat there. God had taken him through the transition. Now he's the king over Israel. He sat back, and in the time when the kings were to go out to battle, he started to relax, and all of a sudden he commits 
a, a sin that is, that is unspeakable. It was just terrible. Because he didn't realize that the next level would require him focusing in even more than he had focused before. That he needed to draw close to God like he'd never drawn close to God before. And that he needed to be strong and courageous to resist the devil and the temptations that would come as a result of him going higher in God. And for us, we want to to establish this within our hearts. God, this is where I am now. I know that you're getting ready to transition me. But God, as you're transitioning me, you're you're, you're preparing me. And God, as you're preparing me, you're giving me more responsibility, more authority. But God, I need your presence. And God, teach me to be strong and very courageous because I don't know what's around the corner. It may be something that I've never experienced before. And for us, we want to learn this. And this is what this man of God did. And this is why he led them in and they obtained their victory. And at the end of the day, he never drew back to perdition. He stood his ground and he stood flat-footed at the end of his life. He said, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. He never retracted his words. He was able to be sustained because each step of the way, he was willing to refocus, get more of God's presence and become stronger and stronger and more courageous each step of the way. As a believer, do we realize, and I'm going to close with this, do we realize that as a believer, that the world is not going to get better? I'm sorry. I don't care how many people prophesy. I don't care how many people, you know, misquote the scriptures. I don't care how, as you look, if you, if you look from the 1950s on down to now, to see how per, 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 uh, perversion and all kinds of filth stuff is on television. People have naked people cussing on television. People doing all kinds of stuff. People on the radio just saying whatever they want. Just doing whatever they want. People just lawlessness just increasing. And we're thinking that it's supposed to get better. It's not getting better until Jesus returns. But I know one thing that I'm going to get better. Amen. We got to get better as a church. It may not get better but we can get better. And in the midst of this, I'm going to keep hammering this home. God is trying to prepare us to receive more responsibility, to receive more authority. And the sign is, God, you're giving me more of your presence. And God, you've taught me how to be very strong and courageous. God, I want to, I want to have this in my mind. And God, I want people to look for this in my life. Because at the end of the age, the church is going to need to be a people who have God's presence, who are very strong, and are very courageous. Every husband in this room, your wife wife needs you to have the presence of God. She doesn't just need you to have a bigger bank account. She needs you to have more of God's presence in your life. To have, more responsi- to have more strength and more courage as we approach the end of this age. Every woman in this room, your husband needs you to be strong and courageous and to have the presence of God in your life. So many times as women, we're so worried about what our husband is doing that we're not thinking about what we're doing. He's not praying. He's not reading. He's not doing this. Well, you anointed thing, you. I don't see you doing I don't, I don't fall out under the power when I walk by you. And we have to learn that as we're, as we're going further in this thing, 
And I had to drop that. I don't know. I don't know why God keeps having me deal with the marriages right now, but I want to hit this. But, but at the end of this age, we have to have this as we're approaching the close. Saints, I'm preaching this message out of my heart. And I'm doing it because we are God's representation in the earth. He's given us responsibility. We need to take responsibility. He's given us authority. We need to take it. When people are around us, they should have the sense, like these did, and like these wanted, hey, only the Lord God be with you. Only the God's presence be with you. This is something that people should sense in our life. Number two, they should sense that we're people of great strength and great courage. I don't know why things happen. I don't know what's going on, but all I do know is that God is awesome and we're going to come out of this thing. This is the attitude, this is the mindset that, that I want to seek established in this church because the further we go, the tougher it may get. Amen? This may not sell many books, but it's the truth. Thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This program is a production of The Well Christian Community, and we pray this message has blessed you in a special way. If it has, please let us know by contacting us today. You can write to us at The Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. We're here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also contact us by phone at 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. Learn more about us as well as drop us an email at our website, thewellchurch.net. Again, that's thewellchurch.net. On our website, you can also click on the link to access our page on Facebook or search for The Well Christian Community while you're on Facebook. You can also follow Pastor on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. And then we would invite you to join us again next time as we continue our studies in God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life, and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding.